Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. We sleep in the basement. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I will be your host and DM as we take a drop back in on our lovable interns and meet a few new faces. To my left, we have James, and as you know, James has been playing Stenton Crossbreeze. I am Stenton Crossbreeze. Mm -hmm. Fresh new jaw. That's a nice voice. We have Mike. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we have Mike, and Mike, who are you playing? Oh, I thought you were going to say it. Oh, okay. I am playing Murph Eastlaw. Great. Yeah. And what is Murph? Um, he's a wizard. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have Dave as the. Uh, we have Dave as the gorgeous Frankie Wild. Good evening, darlings. <laughs> Are you going to lean back the whole time while you're in character? Oh, yes. Okay, I can lean just a little For those of you at home, Dave's got a mean lean going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we have Massimo, and Massimo is playing Glenn Chubbs Goldust. I bleed the blood of my friend. And my foes. <laughs> great. Great. And John, who are you playing tonight? I am Basha Ironback. Great. Bunch of serious motherfuckers over here. Yep. I'm a monk. So we decided to drop back in on the interns. We were at a crit- you know, critical part of our story. We didn't want to leave um, our boy, Zach. You know, out of the fun that Dave was about to unleash on all of us. So we decided, like, fuck it. You know what? Let's do an interns episode. Fuck it. In mm. fact, let's do two interns episodes. Hey! Mm. So when we last left our interns, you know, the heroes had just left the keep. Um Stenton and, still had his jaw fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it was really just Stenton, Frankie, and Spank still. Mm-hmm. In the days um, leading up to Felix and Quinn leaving, Spanx was let go. You kept hearing Felix say these words like severance package and, um, you know, administrative leave. But you're not entirely sure what any of those things mean. Hmm. But Spanx was let go. Uh, Yeah, I'm dumb as fuck. 
But as Felix, you know, was leaving, he did send a letter to Kip to send more interns. And so... Ask and ye shall receive. We'll say... Go ahead. Anytime Frankie hears the word severance package, his eyes get a little bit wide and he gets a little defensive of his junk region. (laughs) (laughs) No one severs it in my package. So we're going to kind of open up our scene... It's, um, we're going to say about mid-morning, almost 11 o'clock in the afternoon, but we're at about 10.30. Most of you, you know, the, the Stenton, you're up. Frankie, you're probably no. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rockers wake up at the crack of noon. But Stenton Fe- has walked past Frankie's room. Mm-hmm. Well, room. Maybe room should go in air quotes. Stenton has walked past Frankie's bunk loudly several times mm. while he's doing the morning chores. Right, because if you remember, Felix put you in charge. Yes, of course. When he left, because Reasonably. you're the only fucking responsible person in this joint right now. He trusts you. And now everyone can understand me. Yeah. So the reason why, so the Omega Project's been hanging out here for a little while. If you recall, there was a shipment sent here to the keep to furnish all of the rooms, but there were some specially labeled items that were going to Zero's lab and to the basement. Um, You were told to essentially, aside from your quarters in the basement, to stay away from the uh, Western um, section of the basement. It was classified material and you have not been cleared for the project yet. They will let you know when construction has completed and we'll fill you in on the details. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all going on. So as you're kind of walking through the house and doing the chores, I mean, there's a few members of some of the Omega Project, like like Teamsters, essentially, like going about the house. Like they're, they're you can see them bringing out some like stones and things from the basement. And they're, you know, there's like a lot of sound coming from downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's definitely not as like thick of a crew as it was when, you, when, they, when the heroes first arrived. Um, they've since like sent back some of the armed escort as, you know, now that they're in a more secure location, they were able to just to keep some of the finer ones behind. So there are a few like armed personnel from the Omega project guarding what's downstairs. Okay. So at about 1030, right. There is a, uh, a knock on the front door. So being the only responsible member in the household, Mm -hmm. Stenton will casually make his way to the door however i imagine whomever is outside of the door Mm -hmm. can hear me approaching the door probably have a pretty heavy step yeah it's like wooden floors yeah so i imagine that 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 my presence is known yes um is there a people in the door or some kind of there's a it's like like a little a little like like a slot you can like slide to the left you know what i mean you like look out Good. It doesn't matter. Stenton's just going to open the door. (laughs) I just wanted to make it obvious that he doesn't give a fuck what's on the other side of the door. Got it. And now we've also established that, yes, there is a slot in the front door now. Right. The gigantic double doors that, you know, open up. Okay. So, yeah, you open the door. And uh, standing there, there appear to be three, well, just three very interesting looking fellows. And... um, Two, uh, there's like a wagon, like kind of parked behind with a couple horses, and there's uh, two armed guards walking up with them. They're bearing the colors and symbol of the city of Erlon. 
which okay. is where you guys are known as the heroes of the kingdom of Ash. It's the capital the of the kingdom. the interns of the I, well, yes, I-T-O-H-O-K-O-V. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and the, these, these representatives, you know, one of them introduces him to, introduces you, I'm sorry, introduces himself to you as, uh, Charles. And he says, uh, Baroness Aranisterian, uh, sent, told us that you needed some, uh, some new interns. Is there someone here to sign for these folks? I... I'm Stenton Crossbreeze. State your purpose. Stenton, we <laughs> literally hired you like months ago. Oh, right. <laughs> Is there someone who, here who can sign for these fellas? Sign whose name? <sighs> I can write my name. <laughs> and then Stenton's just gonna take the clipboard out of his hand. He doesn't give it to you. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's have competing strength roll. I like. Oh! So now one. Enough. The, the nice thing I've ever seen. This is perfect. Now one. Yeah. Let's okay. Yeah. This off he just literally just rips it out of your hands before okay. you even get a chance to get a good deal. Like he just pulls it back real um, fast, and and you kind of like stumble forward a little bit, and you kind of bump into him. Okay. So you kind of your chests like touch for a moment, and he just kind of like kind of. I mean, you're taller than him too. Yes. I'm so he's more. He's actually more to like you know, like your ab yep. region, right? He's right in my solar plexus. Right, and he just kind of like pushes you off, and it says, "Okay, so." I wanted the heroes home. No. Just at this point is when um, Frankie bursts out of the basement door <laughs> wearing a Hugh Hefner style uh, silk smoking jacket. Okay. Over what look like clown pants, bare chested with, you know, surprising <laughs> amount of rug on his chest for whatever reason. And he blasts the door open, staggers into the room, damn near trips over um, Stenton as he crosses by there, sees the piece of paper, pulls a pen out. It just scrawls his name across the entire bottom You'd be your hero anytime. <laughs> was he signing an autograph? Yes, he was. <laughs> you John Hancock's in the biggest, most fluid penmanship there is, and drops the drops this quill on the floor as he just staggers up immediately off to which direction is the kitchen from the front door? <laughs> Here's the map. All right, so he's in the foyer towards the dining hall. So he immediately hooks a right at the door and starts heading back towards the dining hall kitchen area, mumbling something about coffee. And Stenton doesn't literally doesn't move the whole time. <laughs> the whole time that this is happening, Stenton does not react at all. <laughs> fucking break <laughs> literally there. just standing there and uh the the one like charles does so now charles and stenton are back to the paper we're still face to face <laughs> no, he's at this point charles has um has, has put his head down 
He's re he's removed his spectacles. But the paper is signed. Yes. In the comedy so, world, we call these straight men for the joke. Right. <laughs> uh, he just he's like kind of you know holding his fingers to the bridge of his nose. Do you uh, need me? The other to guard. Sign? The other guard looks starstruck. <laughs> because I, I I rolled um I just rolled a wisdom save to just against his beauty, and it was not good. So. <laughs> And he knows he knows Frankie Wild. Yeah, I mean he Frankie Wild was yeah a legend. Uh, oh, he's so <laughs> so to to borrow a line from uh, Jim Butcher, he looked like the high priest of Bowflex walking. There <laughs> we go. Nice. So yeah, um, he did he. he the guy who starstruck is just like he just grabs the clipboard and he just like <laughs> like just walks back to the wagon with it like kind of like holding it up to his face like just like oh my god like we have we have Frankie Wilde's autograph and Charles is just just like all right they're your problem now and he's like okay guys well uh, this is uh, this is where it's time for you to get to work I guess the big guy will tell you what to do do you have our money. What are you talking about? And then he's just going to turn to these three, I'm assuming, that are just standing there staring at him. Right? Uh -huh. I'm just going to leave it. He's not... He's okay, so he just walks away. Thought. I mean, yeah, my, my intelligence is real low, so like, I'm Good. not going to argue with you. Okay, if you cool. don't have my money... Okay. Okay. Someone else does. Okay. Oh, Basha rolls a nat one for perception on that. Yep. <laughs> so you didn't notice shit. So let's uh, let's describe the the scene now here. Uh, you, you like Frankie has wandered off to the kitchen to get some coffee, and the three of you are now just standing face to face with Stenton. Do you introduce yourselves? Like, what do you do? Uh, so Murph is like beyond excited to be here. Now Murph is uh, what? Murph is a halfling wizard. Okay. Oh my god. So, uh, so what does, what does he, he look like? Yeah, what does he look like? Bone? So <laughs> <laughs> So he's in this kind of like gaudy like I would say somewhere between like yellow and gold, maybe like a mustard colored robe. Um it goes way beyond him. So he tends to kind of get caught up in it. Uh trip every once in a while here and there, but he always kind of catches himself. Uh, he is short. He's about maybe three foot six, but he's standing on his tiptoes, but none of you notice that because of the robe. So he's actually like three foot eight right now. And to him, that makes him feel special. So Murph goes right up to and saunters up to Stenton and says, oh, it's an honor to be here and to work for the heroes. I am Stenton Crossbreeze. I've never heard of you. <laughs> we sleep in the basement. <laughs> well, that's, that's sad. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's the greatest thing you know. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Murph is kind of taken aback by the, the comment, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Do you need help with your things? Um, no, all I have is this, is this robe and this small bag. He's just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Who's Gorgeous Mort playing? What's your guy's name? Glenn. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, hold on. So let's Wait, look yeah, at hold, Glenn. Yeah. You're going to look at Glenn? Yeah, well, so... <laughs> hold on a second. Chubbs. <laughs> What's your name, Murph? Murph. You also notice that Murph's eyes are slightly uh, crossed. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. No, you don't. A seven. I don't. <laughs> I don't notice that you're yeah. slightly crossed. But so you're going to look at Chubbs? I'm going to look at Chubbs. Chubbs? Okay. No, that's okay. And if he's looking back Listen, at me like that, Chubbs has I'm not... just going to look right on. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. wait. Look, like what? Chubbs has not blinked since this, <laughs> this whole thing has started. I, I gotten off and I have been wide-eyed, staring, I'm talking, peering into this man's soul, whittling a four-inch in girth wooden rod to the sharpest point you've ever seen <laughs> with an eight inch buck knife. Actually, that's awesome. Saying nothing. Sweet. So what's he wearing? A full ghillie suit. <laughs> awesome. Is this is this our like is this the, th the three of us are we also just learning about each other or have we you probably at least met each other on the ride up sure. honestly all you crying. can <laughs> <laughs> all you can see are just my like okay. the whites yep. of my eyes peering through like so comically white wide open staring right at your face okay so here's how I see this. This is the order that they're standing in. And right. Stenton is kind of like turning around this half circle of new uh -huh. recruits. So we've dealt with Murph. Now, I've now as Stenton moves his head around, he just locks eyes with Chubbs, sees him not blinking, Staring. and just continue to whittle as they lock eyes. And I'd like to think that Stenton and Chubbs might just exchange a nod no, I nothing. I'm just <laughs> like you, you nodded him. Statue. Stenton then nods at Chubbs, <laughs> like an approving nod, like a like a what's up nod, welcome to the Thunderdome nod. I'm a barbarian, so I'm glad to have you on my team nod. Right. And then he's just gonna move on because Chubbs looks like a man of very few words, and I don't want to crack that egg open yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is Chubbs phased by the fact that I just move right on? Chubbs to is phased by absolutely nothing. He deal. continues to peer to your ear now that you've moved What's your name? eyesight. Basha. Basha. So so now I'm just gonna yeah, if I'm you, just gonna turn and look at you. There is just a six foot, slightly thin like sl slender, but like there's um just a big robe pretty much in front of you. It, it just looks like one big robe. Like you can't tell where the hands are or anything like that. All you can see is underneath the face part, there are two little tusks like barely poking out. Like out of his, uh, like out of his, like, like what, top what, what you could jaw. imagine to be the bottom of the jaw where a regular jaw would okay. be. Okay. Do you say anything as I'm just standing there staring at you? I, he's patiently waiting to be addressed. So Murph, <laughs> having already had this experience, turns back to uh, Stenton. You and might says, actually have to come in between us because I'm just still staring at him. Yeah, you probably don't even see me because I'm literally like, yeah. 
underneath underneath you. <laughs> well, not well. Anyway, all right. So you you grab my you grab my yes. So these two gentlemen are of very few words. As far as I know, their names are Glenn and Basha. But that's all I know, and I got that from Charles. Glenn's my government name. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing this the entire ride. Welcome. We sleep in the basement. <laughs> yes, you said that. Did you you wanna... should put your things in the basement. So Basha will immediately... You'll see him take a drink. There, a small slit appears in the robe, and a hand comes up, and a big, like gourd-shaped flask comes out. He pops the top off and takes a big swig, pops it back in, and starts pricking up. He pretty much only has a brewer's kit and brewery supplies on him. I mean, he has other things in like a rucksack to the left of those okay. two things, but that's mostly what he's moving into the basement. Um. He stops as he's walking in the door, okay. and he says to you, It is a pleasure to be here with the heroes. All right, Chubbs hears him say, Okay, let's get to the basement. He goes full prone and starts crawling, you know, with his forearms down to wherever you're taking us. I'm not taking you anywhere. Stenton is now <laughs> had enough of this, and he's moved on to the kitchen. Okay. Now, I'm going to just say something really quick to the three of you while you're getting your stuff set up. You were told by the city of Aralon, by Baroness Anastarian, or at least like someone who is passing a message down to you from Baroness Anastarian, uh, that the heroes were going to be responsible for your payment. Correct. However, uh, Stenton and Frankie, at some point, you were told that no, this, this, in fact, no, Felix kept telling you, no, the city's paying for you to be here. Hence why Stenton asked the representative from Erlon if he had his money. Correct. Right. So, uh, just let you sit with that, inf let you just sit with that information, you know what I'm saying? Just um, marinate on that. Uh, now, after some time, Stenton, do you begin, like, delegating tasks to the interns? Like, so, like, weeks go by. No, 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 I'm not saying weeks go by, but I'm just like, you know, like I'm saying, I'm going to say like over the course of the day, maybe day and a half or something like that. Oh, okay. Like, how do you guys get settled in? Like, what do you do to like, um, you're in charge for better or worse. So I'm just curious, like how you're running the ship at the house over well, the next, you like. You mean how I'm running Frankie? How I've been running Frankie since they fired, what's his Spanks? Face? Right. Yeah. So, so that's what, what you've been doing. Is how... <laughs> A guy who doesn't talk has been managing a fucking rock star. Nothing has gotten done. <laughs> Fuck nothing has gotten done. I'm, I'm one person doing four people's jobs slowly. <laughs> and Frankie just is here to eat. I haven't seen him work in like a week. <laughs> I have so, told you I am developing my stage presence. I, you keep saying that yes i do keep saying that and you keep not comprehending it 
Because performance and presence, you wouldn't know them if they smacked you across the face. Am I in the room for this conversation? Of course. It depends, are you? We're in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, in now, the kitchen. as soon as... Yes, I am in the room for this conversation. The moment Glenn Are you gets crawling into on the, the ground room. still? Yeah. I'm, I've now reached to a kneel. Oh, but the moment Glenn enters the kitchen, Frankie stands up a little bit wild-eyed. His arms are out to his sides. He's lurching a little bit... Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Sparrow like <laughs> I demand to see a horticulturalist because either he is going to explain to me why the topiaries from outside have crawled into the kitchen or he is going to identify whatever it is I smoked last evening Chubbs is going to pull out a knife from his boot <laughs> slice his right hand your own like from like thumb to pinky and then stick my hand out to shake his hand. <laughs> Frankie extends his hand because in the course of a normal tour, he touches much worse. <laughs> oh, it's fresh blood. <laughs> but does pull it back, like almost up back over his head after, like after a f- completing the hand. Like shake. flourishing it. Yes. I'm like... Yeah gushing blood from my hand so you, sp- you <laughs> spray <laughs> some blood with your hand yeah. you know yes what? Take, he does take two points of piercing damage oh, I, sure <laughs> he's like totally worth it i'm gonna do this a lot so i'm just <laughs> <laughs> just inflicting wounds on himself the no. entire time just so he can heal Is this because gonna he's gonna be a Allah, it's always sunny when mac kept cutting his hand open <laughs> <laughs> that shit looks infected. <laughs> Nobody wants to shake your infected hand. <laughs> kind of reminiscent of that. Slicing. Okay. So, again, I'm going to repeat the question. How are you settling in then? Well, so now that we're all in the kitchen and, and they've you're all... You're settling in. Oh. Yeah, I would say Bosch is still downstairs. Well, wait, you're also in the kitchen. I'm sorry. I completely glossed over that. Well, no, that's okay, because he just came in. So I assumed that they had settled, yeah. and now we were all in the kitchen. I literally brought nothing with me. Yeah, so I just... you just crawled into the kitchen? Yeah. I just have... Okay, so maybe you two are a little behind then. Yeah. That's my yeah, fault. We're moving you reset. In. Yeah, that's fine. Now, you are still dressed in your ghillie suit, a.k.a. shrub costume, right? Correct. Okay, good. So Frankie was right. Let me okay. make sure we right. that what he saw matched up to reality. Right. Although right now, since you do appear to be a person, he's checking uh, to see whether or not he smoked some really bad shit last night. Right. Uh, Basha, do you respond to the inquiry at all? To which do inquiry? either one of you re- respond to Frankie's inquiry? Of is there a botanist? Or are you addressing something? What are you guys doing? Are you yeah. are we all so, assembled in the kitchen? Well, no, I would say that Basha put his stuff in the basement and is walking past the kitchen right now. Okay. So he's just going to peer in. <laughs> and now at this point, you've seen that he's taken off his robes. Okay. okay. And he's this like six foot, maybe 200 pounds. Like he's on the thin, thin side for an orc. Um... He's standing there with a long, long ponytail on the back. Um, no, no shirt on. Brown, like leather pants and like these big sandals over his gigantic feet. And you're, uh, it's going to be very surprising because orcs, like especially full, like full on orcs, like not half orcs or anything like that, are very rare. Like you don't see them much outside of 
their own clans or tribes or like, you know, like the, like the, in the, into the sort of to the Northwest of the Southern kingdoms is kind of where a lot of them are camped out now. He has a greenish grayish skin hue. Um, and then he has a large pendant that hangs around his neck that has the holy symbol of Valen on it. <laughs> a lot of people believe in Valen. Like that's like, like a lot for a lot of people in this era, especially like, you know, shorter lived races, like humans and things like that. Like this new deity is like, Kip, she's all the rage. Kip clearly has connections in the Citadel because she sent Jarrell to begin with. Right and now, she's sent um, Basha, who is again from the Citadel. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess if everybody is, if everybody is in the same area, Stenton would just maybe list off some chores that need done. Sure. Like what? Uh, several windows need repaired because someone keeps throwing bottles through them during vocal practice. We also need weeds pulled and several repairs to the outer fence. Basha bows and almost jets out the door. <laughs> okay, Chubbs is going to look at it. Chubbs is not like quite stopped mm -hmm. staring. At, like his eyes just really have not closed yet. Mm -hmm. And he's just going to spurt out like quietly under his breath. Eyes are just windows to the soul. <laughs> and then he's going to walk out and start working on the windows. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys continue like this over the course of the next maybe two or three days you know just stenton gives out chores really is not phased by anything you know uh we got chubbs just being a fucking creep uh not a creep that's not really the right adjective just being a weird dude you can mm -hmm. just kind of tell this that, dude's like, seen some underneath shit. like real wrong. deep down like, there's some deep sadness. Deep hurt. But also some deep anger. Mm. And also a little bit of manic depression. Mm -hmm. A little bit of self-loathing. A little bit of self-loathing. Slight amount of wisdom. Just sensing a lot of pain. But definitely a <laughs> lot of pain. Wisdom from pain. So, yeah. where was the area we weren't allowed to go again? Who are um, you asking this So, to? when you exit... The DM. When you, <laughs> so, when you exit the bunks in the basement... Actually, flip this over. This is where you guys okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. sleep. Yep. That is the south. The, you, you guys sleep. are in the northeast corner of the basement. Of the basement. You are told to stay away from this area. Well, now the, see, the southwest corner. Don't here's, do it. Here's where Stenton went wrong. He didn't tell us anything. There's signs. So, I, yeah, there are signs posted oh, up signs. everywhere. But. As a halfling, and you are I'm to, yeah. extremely curious about things. Okay, so you mean there are mega project people guarding that area. Okay, but I'm still curious about what's in it. Okay, okay. so I'm going to, I'm going to ask Stenton first. Okay. So um, I've noticed down in the basement there's this room that's guarded. What's going on over there? That's 
the bad room. The, the, what does that mean? Bad happen if you try to go to that room. Oh, well, I mean, bad things happen to me anyway, so, I mean, it just seems really interesting that that's there's this room the that's being guarded and, and you don't even know what's <laughs> just, in it. He just keeps saying over and over, that's a bad that's room. Bad, bad, bad room. Bad. <laughs> you don't want to go boom, boom. <laughs> that's so intense. <laughs> Now Murph, are you are you working your way over there? Uh, where where well, are you having the conversation? Well, okay. Well, so yeah. So we were upstairs. We're so probably upstairs. Kind of, right. yeah. so I'm just curious. I want to know what's going on over there. Sten's not really answering my question. You can very tell well. that Chubbs has a little bit of interest in what Murph is saying, and it's kind of like giving him the side eye. Still hasn't blinked yet. But it's like kind of given a wince that would like suggest that <laughs> he's trying he's to like, wink. Ah, I'm kind of like into this idea. Um, hold on one second. We're talking about like a day and a half later, right? Like maybe two I or three days. Sort he of. Still hasn't there. blinked. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do sort you, okay. of. My perception I'm isn't great. Very but... strong though. Okay. So yeah. I notice uh, Glenn's side eye, and uh, I I go I I go to Glenn. And but knowing full well that I'm probably about to have a conversation with myself, mm-hmm. so I, I go to I kind of walk up to Glenn. I leave, I leave Stanton. Um, so you noticed that room too, huh? Yeah, it's kind of curious. I wonder what's in it. Glenn just says, still says nothing. Just gives him the old like wink, like one eye closes for half a second. One eye <laughs> wink, still saying nothing. And then back to so, non-blinking. <laughs> back to non-blinking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like we should know what's in it. All I'm going to say is just... Stenton, you're still standing here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to lean over to Murph's ear. I'm going to whisper right into his ear. Shooter, I got your six. <laughs> With the, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would I would know what that means. Okay, I mean, so, okay. you can roll for something. I well, please I feel like it would be an intelligence, but... and I feel like I have good intelligence, so I, I feel like I know. I, I would that's, know. Yeah, yeah, that's negative. Okay, so I know right. what I know what that means. I just I I just okay. Yeah. So. So he's like if Bumblebee spoke only in military jargon cliches. Right. Right. So now. In those three days, would Basha have cleared the weeds? I rolled for it. Yeah, that's fine. You you did it. Yeah. Um, It's pulling weeds. uh, Most of the weeds on the property are gone. The property looks pretty nice at this point now. He's been working solid. At least around the keep itself, Mm -hmm. but in the greater like field area, there's still a ton. So I can tell there's work for me for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by the time you've cleared half of the other ones, like there's probably more growing in near the keep. Are you all conversing in the kitchen? Bosch is going to walk in, go towards the, the, a drink. He's going to find a big pitcher of like iced tea or something like sure. that. He's going to pour. He's going to look at Stanton and say, so what day's payday? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> Since you're the, the guy in charge of the keep, mm-hmm. are you the one that pays us? We've been doing a lot of work. They will bring the pay. Who? Erlon. Oh, 
That's not what we were told. That does not fit with what I read in the contract. Wait, did any you sign a contract? Do any did any of you actually read the contract? <laughs> I would have if I knew there was a contract. <laughs> I have a sixteen uh-huh. for intelligence on what I would gather from what the contract might have said. It pretty much said that. The uh, the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh would be responsible for the payment of your goods and services once the funds were available to them. All right. So they okay. So Basha, remembering this, is going to say the heroes have been on many grand adventures. I am proud to be once again working with the great Lord Jarel the Light. Okay. <laughs> Stenton rolls his eyes. Haven't they sent any money back? Tales of their exploits are reaching every area of the the nation, really. Uh, you hear you hear Felix sort of through some some weird, like thought bubble. <laughs> we need to franchise. <laughs> T-shirts, flamethrowers, boxes of cereal. <laughs> Back and we cut back into the room. Uh, <laughs> so they will send the pay. Basha gives you an odd look and kind of walks back out of the room. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not, he's not going outside, but he might just be like off in the other parts of the house for a little bit. I mean, if I've eaten. That was a heated exchange for Stenton, so he's going to walk. <laughs> it took a lot of brain power. Yeah. <laughs> um, I may be going to just head out to the foyer. Okay, sure. Get, get some space from everybody. Sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of lay it out like this at this point. You have two avenues that have, that have kind of sort of presented themselves. Right. You have the fact that no one's getting paid. At least that we can tell yet. <laughs> Um, and that there is an off-limits area in the basement of the keep. Very interesting. We've been working for a few days now. So, you know, as it maybe starts to get later in the day, say maybe around dinner time, we'll say 5 o'clock, like 5 p.m., um, what have you guys all settled into doing? I'm... Say some time passes. So when Stenton walked out into the, he, in the foyer, he met with Basha, and they just kind of hung out pretty silently the majority of the night. Like, nobody wanted to go by Basha, nobody wanted to go by Stenton, that kind of thing. Uh, Basha helps make dinner. Yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you make? It's mostly just, like, rice and four random wild chickens that he found out in the backyard. <laughs> Chubbs is grilling a can of beans that he took out of his pocket. Over the fire to contribute to the meal. Now, Basha brought these with him. Yes. And he looks at Stenton and says, how do you afford new food and these, I mean, basic necessities? What do you use to pay for them? (laughs) (laughs) What are you whispering? You have to hunt for it. I what? You have to hunt for it. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. That's what I was thinking, too, yeah. 
Fran just stabbed me. This is my like. That'd be the amazing things of radio. My emotion yeah. for like, like you, you, hunt. you, you, you hunt not, not, not like that. Not yeah. like that. No, apparently, it was not. Fran's a knife. I saw a jacket. Fran's hunting. I'm saying Stanton. You run into the woods with a knife and try to murder. Are you still using a spear? Is that what it was? I was more saying. Stenton. I mean, may or may not have just admitted to being a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> you hunt. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not, but maybe. <laughs> but only a little bit. On weekends. That was great. Don't forget, the harder of a time you give me, <laughs> the worse everything's going to be for you. We've accepted this a long time ago. No, but James ago. and I had a conversation. <laughs> yes. I'm excited to hear what Stenson has to say. I feel like we have that conversation every time we're um, here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Where do all the goods come from? Stenson sitting there thinking about um, I mean, I would say some at least basic rations were supplied by right. the Omega Project. Like, where are you getting food and stuff? You know, but like... Omega Project supplies some... I have become quite the hunter. As you're saying this, Basha puts a fork to his mouth and looks at you in the eyes, eats, and just puts the fork back down. <laughs> Stenton grabs one of the chickens with his bare hands and just begins to take bites out of it. Right. Whole. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, Frankie does, when he have, has the presence of mind or is looking to eat something specific... Does pull his weight hunting? Is he'll go out into the woods with the loot, pull a Disney princess performance, and mm -hmm. bring in some animals, <laughs> and then shoot one or two of them with a crossbow? Right. <laughs> While Stenton's out stabbing the rest of them from behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lethal one-two combo, and quite frankly, it's been about all Frankie's been good for over the last two and a half weeks. Frankie's survived on tours once or twice. Things get right. a little weird out in the field. Right. Plus, no one wants to live with an angry barbarian. No. Or a hangry barbarian. Right. <laughs> so, so Murph has added to the 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 um, plethora of the dinner table of uh, dishes oh with a with boiled seasoned greens, and he states, "Oh, anybody else a vegetarian?" So, I'm gonna hand my now like lukewarm can of beans to Murph and then I'm actually going to roll right now for animal handling what Chubbs is going to do is sprint out into the woods and see how many animals he can wrangle <laughs> from the dinner table yeah, no, in like a in like a real short period of time sure. he, he's looking at the table he's not impressed like sure I'm trying to I'm trying to do what I'm doing ooh that is a this is great what's 15 plus 8 24. Oh my god. Give me a subsequent survival check. Even better. It's a 14. Uh, it's a 12. Okay, you managed to bag. Um, okay, uh, what do we say? You bag a moose. A whole moose? Solid. By yourself? However, you kind of lose your way in the woods on the way back. It takes you about a half hour. Additional 
to get back to the keep. I drag. Everyone's the done with dinner now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I drag the moose back. It doesn't matter. Bosh is sitting outside under the moonlight, watching you drag this murdered moose right. across the well, yard. Well, not many people like had like a fulfilling meal. Mm-hmm. So what I do is like in front of. How where's everybody? Is everybody kind of well, in the same? Bosh is soon, As soon in the as, same area. As soon as Stenton can see him dragging the moose. His first thought is, oh, finally a fucking meal. And he's going to go help if if gold dust is is open to it. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to walk around to the back of the moose and just grab the back no, of the legs Chubbs, and start oh, helping no, him carry. looks at Stan and says, you drop this moose if you know what's good for you. And then I'm going to start field dressing the moose in a, with a quickness. <laughs> Are you, you know not what? sharing you know this moose? You no, know I'm going to share the moose. Even better. That's what you're looking to do? Yeah. So Stenton just stands there and holds the moose up in the air by its legs okay. so that you can go on the other side uh, and field dress it. And I just start he's ripping doing this, this thing And he's doing this effortlessly. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so I guess Actually, at one that. point, I have an itch, and I have to let go with one of my hands, and then I come back. <laughs> okay. So I just rip this thing apart. I bring it back to kind of, you're outside, everybody's kind mm-hmm. of outside. It's safe to say we have like a fire going, we're all kind mm-hmm. of chilling? Mm-hmm. Probably. Nope. I, Murph is down in the bunk reading. Okay, okay. well, sucks for Murph because I just start it. throwing like slabs of this moose on the fire. We're just having a oh, That doesn't out. suck for Murph because he's vegetarian. So, so. While, while you guys are all eating around the fire, Frankie, where are you eating with um, them? Yeah, Frankie's around there. Mm-hmm. Murph. Yeah. You hear a loud thud from the corner room of the basement where you were told not to go, and then a whirring sound, as if something is spinning up. It's, a very, the, it's a very mechanical whir, but uh, there's definitely a hum also. As we're outside cooking, Basha finishes his gourd and wanders back into the house. After this noise or whatever. Unless it's still going. Because he's going to get you more You can't booze. hear it. He's going, I'm going, Basha's going to get more booze. Okay. Sure. Uh, but let's go back to yeah, right. uh, Murph real quick. Because um, this is happening as you're walking back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know what those two die rolls were, so, but they don't both uh, did not look good. I am not... I hear the sound, but I can't figure out, like, I wouldn't know necessarily what that sound is, right? So as I'm reading my book, I kind of ignore it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming it keeps going. And gets a little bit louder. Okay. And you hear some, you hear some people like kind of shouting over the noise. So more so than curiosity, but annoyance, because I can't concentrate, hence the rolls. Mm-hmm. I can't concentrate on my reading that I'm really, really, like, I want to do before I go to bed. I venture out to figure out where the sound is coming from, not necessarily knowing it's coming from that room. So I follow the sound, and I end up at that room. You end up at the threshold to that area. You have, you're kind of walking sure. through, like, a very, like, shelvy area, and there's a couple guys who stop you, and, like, uh, you, you hear them, like, kind of shouting over the noise. It's, it's very loud at this point, but where you are. And they're shouting over like, "You can't be back here!" It's not safe. How many of them are there? Uh, you can. There's two that you can see. 
You need to turn around now! Um... I'm being really nice about it! Alright. No. He's staring so, at you, screaming. Okay, so his response is, is there any way to turn down the sound? No! Go back to be, just, just go back about your business. Well, I'm trying to read. Then go read somewhere else. But that's where I sleep. That's cool. We'll be done before you go to bed. <laughs> he knows his bedtime. So, <laughs> so he. They've probably been working down there you for come a and tell us anything? So, so he attempts to kind of like go back to his reading. Uh -huh. He puts a pillow over his ears, but that right. doesn't work. No. Um, his concentration is totally broken. So he goes upstairs and he looks for Chubbs. Only because of the wink from earlier. Uh, is Chubbs still by the fire eating Chubbs a bunch of Chubbs is by the fire literally devouring anything that he can get near him. All the juices <laughs> and blood of this moose are just like running down my face. I have the ghillie suit off now. It's just, I'm just like bare chested with like my dog tags hanging from my neck. And just like the blood of this animal is just like spilling all over me. Oh my just, god! Like wrecking this thing. That's horrible. Yeah, and as a vegetarian comes in, yeah, <laughs> tries to talk. Ooh. To me <clears throat> Does he pass by? Yeah, actually, uh, you um, guys, you guys kind of like bump into each other because you're going to get booze. You hear like a hum from the basin, but it's much less loud up here. Uh, but it's definitely still like you. There's a sound coming from the basement, and you mm -hmm. pass by um, Murph as he's walking outside. I just kind of, Abashi just kind of looks at Murph as he's walking in. He's, I mean, not in much of a rush, um, but he's going to not say anything to Murph as they pass. No, no, I guess he would. He's like, what is that noise? Yeah. Uh... Wait, okay, so I'm just trying to, because I thought I was outside already. That's yeah, but I, I would have been walking either down. This is a, so this, this happens is, this before. Is just you're, just, you're just yeah. passing each other. I ignore you, and I keep going toward Chubbs. Okay. Rude little man. And I go and I... Well, I'm, I so my yeah. concentration is completely like off, so I don't even sure. notice that you've even stopped to talk to me. Okay. So I, I find Chubbs, but as I, as I find Chubbs, as the blood is trickling down his body, I react almost like as if you would walk in on a naked woman. Mm. Like, oh, oh, I'm so, like, oh, like, it was, like, he's, he's apologizing to Chubbs, even though it's more, like, I'm offended. So mm -hmm. Murph is the one that's offended from his disgusting eating habits and meat. Mm -hmm. But I'm apologizing to Chubbs. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, 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 um, I need your help with something. Now I can tell that Murph has seen something. And seen something that he could never unsee. <laughs> and that he is distraught by what he has saw. So Chubbs, Chubbs understands this feeling quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I just take both of my hands and I just like slap his cheeks and look at him like. Like you're holding so his head. Intensely. You're holding his face in your hands. Yeah, yeah and I got all the blood all over it. Yes. <laughs> I can just imagine the moose juices <laughs> dripping down Merv's face as he's looking in horror into these eyes. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say, son, tell me what you've seen. <laughs> 
Um, holding back a huge gag reflex to this. Make a, constitution. Make a also... constitution save. Yeah. Did you let him go, or are you still holding? No, I am like I have like he's grappled. Locked onto him. He is officially grappled. Oh. Uh, it is a nine. Yeah. Uh, you dry heave quite a bit, right, right in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Like gripping your face. Who created these characters? <laughs> All I asked these guys for was, "Hey, what class do you want to play? Okay, what personality do you want to play? Great." <laughs> <laughs> the rest is magic. Yep. <laughs> yep. in noises. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now Chubbs is just going to whisper to him and say, Soldier, you may rest now. Are you, pull, are you pulling his no, face towards then, your mouth? Are you like, which, which way you like, And then like kind of at the end of it, like my tongue is like flicking specks. Of, like spit and, and then like moose. Right into his right ear. In his face. And then I'm going to shape shift into a fruit fly and I'm going to go down to the basement and see what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's so yeah. rude. He can wild shape. Yeah. You have we, one, we you expecting have that. one hit point. That's fine. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, is there any sort no, of... No, no, but when he takes... When he dies as his polymorph, any excess damage carries over to his normal stuff. My normal oh. right. So he would just take one less. One damage, yeah. No, one less damage one less, okay. than he would normally take. Yeah. Which is okay. So is so, there a bucket of so water or some sort of like water uh, source around like like where we are? Like a, a spigot? Well. Yeah, there's probably like a, yeah, like some sort of like pump. Okay, I immediately run over to the pump and like put my face under it so right. that I can sure. wash off Absolutely. the guts and the grossness that Absolutely. Just... So Chubbs, what are you doing as a fruit fly? Is a fruitful. Um, he kind of led me towards like obviously the basement. Mm-hmm. So as a fruitful, I'm making my way through the house, through the kitchen, trying to find the the stairwell. Yeah, I mean you find it. Going down the stairwell, right, and then like, do I, I hear the noises as? Oh yeah, I it's loud as fuck. I know what's going on. I try to slip underneath a little crack in the door in the bottom. I try to get in the room. Oh wait, before you do that, I roll stealth. I roll the twenty-two to see if you notice me. Who? Actually, no, everyone would be making a passive perception roll because everyone was paying attention to other things. So there's no roll. It's just, right. what's everybody's passive what, perception? What does that, what does he mean? I want to know if Chubbs can sense me in no. the basement with him. What's your passive perception as a fruit fly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's your normal passive perception. It's what's a your, 15. It's a 15? Yeah, so you don't notice him. No one notices him just slip away. As uh, Chubbs in Unless fly Franklin. form okay. is going past Basha, I'm going to I make... I need you to make a perception check. Okay, so I have... I, oh, damn. Um, that is and you roll me a stealth check eight. as oh, a as a fruit fly. Eight. You're so fucked. Oh, you got me. I got you. Big time. Damn it. You, you lose the fruit fly in the darkness. Uh, I wanted to do the fucking grab. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, so... Because that would have been a cool martial arts thing, no? Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then popping him out of uh, that right. shit form right <laughs> in there. It would have been hilarious. hilarious. That's yeah. why they're annoying as fuck. Nobody wants and you couldn't see him. Yeah. It's dark outside. Yeah. He's a fruit fly. Right. Well, so, we're in the basement. 
I mean, you snuck down to the basement, but you don't know where he went. So there's actually no door to this area. Okay. It's actually just like open, but it's like the south, like, like the furthest, like southwest corner of the basement. And there's like you know several guards sort of patrolling the area, looking around. And um, what was your, what was, what was your stealth roll again? Mine was a twenty-two. No, no. Mine was okay. a fifteen. Fifteen. None of them see you. Uh, either of you. Um, and you're able to fly at least close enough to get a, a, a better look. In this southwest corner of the basement, there is a large platform. It's been raised up, sort of has like a, like there's two areas, it's kind of built into the corner, and there's two areas where there's like a ramp, like at each, at each open side, right? It's kind of like a, sort of like a, like a semicircle kind of coming out from the wall. Atop the plinth of this, like the very, the very top of the platform is sort of like a large flat area. It takes up a big like 20 by 20 like space. There are, there's like sort of a circular like platform like plinth at the top. There are four arching metal, um, bars that have been sort of curved and then come up to a point and they're spinning super fast around this circle um, and inside you can see like this sort of this blue slash purple like energy this is the little specks of orange too sort of like forming almost creating like an ovular shape uh, like lengthwise like heightwise right so it's like very long very tall but it's like thin and you can almost make out like almost different scenery in like that misty like weird aura uh, and you hear like some of the scientists shouting to each other but by by the time you get here it's way too loud you have no idea how the hell they're even communicating um and you see one of them is operating a control panel uh it's got several levers a lot of buttons like it's just it's complex some dials and meters and all these different things doing like whatever you know, goodness knows right uh and eventually after some of the shouting subsides it, saying you can also see this too, Basha. Uh, Why can I see it? Because you snuck up. No, no, I, he was in flight form. Right, but I mean, like, you're able to, like, peek around the corner at least and, like, sure. see this from a distance. Okay. You're, but you're looking through some shelves. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, one of the guys f flips the lever again and the thing begins to slow down. Uh, but you think you see, you almost saw, like, almost saw, like, a person, like, the shape of a person kind of on the other side of, or, like, a, one of the sh scenery shapes, like, like, sort of standing there, right? Uh, but now it's 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 starting to shut down as the as the bars begin to slow down. The image fades, and there's like sort of like this like just fog in the room now. Like people are kind of like like kind of white, you know, like uh, like hand, you know, like fanning it away from their faces. Yeah, right. Like it's just sort of like it's maybe dust, maybe some sort of residue from whatever this experiment was. And you see a bunch of um, a bunch of different scientists just like. Or make a project like workers, like you know, scribbling on some like clipboard notepads and whatnot, and recording different results. He's circling a bunch of things and check marking a bunch of things and xing a bunch of things out. Uh, and then they, you know, kind of go about like just inspecting the thing and and whatnot. I rolled an insight at uh, twenty three. Okay. If I would know what kind of like. I know it's a mega project, but... Your insight tells you this is definitely... I mean, they're definitely experimenting on something new. They're testing it here. You don't know what this is, though, but it would appear that it's... I mean, there's, there's a large amount of energy being generated. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have also rolled an insight of 26, and I'm nice. going to try to fly down as close to these clipboards as I possibly can to see what they've been writing down. Okay. I mean, it is a severe amount of jargon. Okay. Uh, I would like for you to make me an intelligence roll. Uh-oh. 
14. Okay. You, you know what? The, you're able to recognize that this is a portal generator. Okay. You have no idea how it works. I'm going to make another perception check just while I'm here just to see if I can notice anything else in the surrounding area. What's it? Uh, it's going to be a big old shitstorm here, guy. And Basha rolled a net one, so he ran away. I Kay. got a nine. <laughs> what? Perception was a nine. I mean, it just, it's hard to see through a lot of this sort of fog now. Yeah, you're a little fly. Like, it's its kind of almost like screwing you up a little bit. You're having a hard time seeing yourself. Okay. I, um... I navigate my way around the room. I try to see as much as I possibly can. There's a lot of fog, obviously. Other than that, I've rolled my perception. I can't really see what's Basha, but, on the way out, rolled yeah. to see how, like, gracefully I exit. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep I making yourself roll shit. Two. Oh yeah, so you actually uh, crash into a bunch of shelves. In fact, uh, I wouldn't say that they start falling down, but a few things fall off of the shelves. Okay. And you see a few of the guards immediately with, turn around. With, I want to do an acrobatics to try to like prop them up real quick, like catch them in the air. I like that dexterity save actually. Oh, it's still extremely clumsy. Just a five. That's another two. Oh yeah, they fall, and actually you knock a few more things down. And you're actually, as you're kind of reaching over the shelves, right, and like you're holding, like you're trying to catch one of the books and you miss it, you're eye to eye now with one of the guards. Bosh is gonna run. Again, <clears throat> just try to keep booking it. This time he gets a 15. Okay, I mean, you get away, but he continues to chase you. Who's chasing me outside? Yes. Okay, I bust out of the door. Right. <laughs> I have also seen there's this. A, there's, a, and there's, an there's, a, there's an exit to outside flying. from the basement as well. Oh, okay, so I didn't doors. have to go back up. Okay, it's okay, so straight outside. Yes, so he follows you outside. I, I go straight outside, I turn and I bow, and I say so many apologies. I did not know what that noise was. I just wanted to look. He hasn't stopped moving since you um, since you stopped to turn around and talk to him, and uh -huh. he's now reaching his hand out to like grab you by the collar. My I... persuasion is a two, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, he grabs you by the collar yeah. now. I would like to make you to make a, a strength saving throw. Nine. Okay, yeah, he definitely got you. He rolled a natural nine, so... And okay, yeah. Play, right, yeah. so... Um, so I see them. He's grabbed you by the collar, and he just looks at you and says, What did you see? I... Uh, oh, I saw a doorway. <laughs> you need to come with me right now. Mm, 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 where did, mm. Yeah, where did all this happen? How quickly can I shift back into a not fruit flat? He's, are you this there? is happening literally right outside the cellar door on the exterior of the building. I try, I follow So while in the courtyard where we were eating moose? <laughs> like, not too far from where you were bonfiring. Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming that I you see... You see now this Omega Project, okay. like, goon, like, not goon, but like, you know, like, just dude. How tall is he compared to how tall is me? How tall is who? How tall, <laughs> how tall is he as compared to how tall is me? So, Can I get that tattooed? Like, <laughs> get that tattooed Someone out? grabbed. You're like maybe Basha. seven foot two. Okay. He's six foot four. He's probably in a lab coat. He's uh, taller than I am. He's in an armored lab coat. And he's taller than I am. Okay. Um, I may walk over to him and attempt to grab him by the collar. He's got so my you're, friend. So he's like picking me up, and you're going to try to pick of both of us up so that we're all holding each other in the air? Sure. 
<laughs> like this Mexican collar standoff? <laughs> Mexican collar standoff. Good. You do that. Nineteen. Oh, so many ones tonight. Yeah, he got a nineteen. So that beats my natural one. He stiff arms you, <laughs> okay. and you fall flat. He like face mushes you and pushes you to the ground effortlessly. At this point, zero. Who are uh, no, zero? Jeez, Frankie, who's with the group, roll, rolls up to this exchange. Wait, 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 <laughs> Mr. Scientist Man. And he points to. Um, Sorry, what was your Basha. 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 Is he green? I am a slight gray. I'm, I'm sorry, then he asks if you're in... Is he gray? And a little bit green. You are pretty green. <laughs> you're a son of a bitch. That's a dick. Uh, all right. Well, no, no, we're keeping all oh, of yeah, that now. Because yeah. you're an asshole. So, so Frankie covers one eye. Covers the other eye. Perfect. Switches back and forth a couple of times. Sees that you are, in fact, the color he was asking whether or not right. you were. <laughs> With a dead straight face. I've made a huge mistake. And just turns around and books it back into the house. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. What a dick. Great. No, it wasn't that. It's on, the wait. drugs aren't working properly. Oh. <laughs> Would you say that's gray? <laughs> Dad good. jokes all around. You made this, you made such a self-satisfied look, but no one else looked right. at you that way. I'm happy about it. I'll be honest with you, I'm proud of it. Yeah, you mauled that one over yeah. a couple of times in your head. I mean, it took me like Nailed the delivery. 20 seconds. Anyways, uh, the guy begins now just literally carrying you inside. Yeah. Now, where's Murph? I'm... Right there. More yeah, but you're watching this happen. He's now, being, he's now being carried into so, the house proper. I'm going to proper. cast sleep. On who? Well, it's a radius. It's going to affect him as the well. The two of you, right. Okay. So I, there's really, like, I'm just trying to figure out what to do. So, um... I'm going to roll 5d8, 24 hit points. None of, neither one of us falls asleep. Okay. No, none of us fall asleep, so, but we all noticed that you did that. Yeah, <laughs> we all noticed that you did that. Oh, no. Okay. I forgot about that. No, it works out perfectly. Okay. okay. Now, so nothing actually happens then when you put um, them to sleep. Nothing's... Nothing... So... All, for all intents and purposes, my eyes are no longer crossed. That's okay. All I'll give away for now. Okay. Now, how quickly can I change back? Am I stuck like this for a while? Use a bonus action to change back. Okay. So whenever you want. So whenever the fuck you want. Now. Where I'm back are in you? the backyard. I flew back with them. I'm going to change back into my own person. And he's holding me in the air? He's holding... <laughs> yeah. The man's holding you in the air. Yeah. Hold on. He doesn't notice you just appear out of fucking nowhere next to him. Well, then do I get advantage on what I'm going to try to do? <laughs> oh my god. What are you going to try to do next? I can do a few things. Now, mind you... What I'm going to do is wait. cast confusion. Is what I'm going to do. Okay. So that means... 
that everyone within, like, okay, how big is this area? That's what I need to know. Everyone within a 65-foot radius is okay. confused. The range is 90 feet, but it says 10 plus 5 spell slot feet. 10 plus it's probably 5 per spell slot edition. Per right. spell slot, so it's so a 4th spell. Oh god. Oh, no, hold on. 20. Just hold on. Confusion. The spell assaults and twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Each each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere, centered on a point you choose within range, must succeed on a wisdom saving throw when you cast the spell or be affected by it. So everyone within a 10-foot radius sphere. Okay? An affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine its behavior before that turn. At the end of each of its turns, an affected target can make a wisdom saving throw, and if it succeeds, this effect ends for that target. Okay. So, I am absolutely going to cast Confusion. Well, right before I do that, mm-hmm. I say, I'll save you, soldier. What's your spell save DC? My spell sla- save DC? 16. What do okay. I use? Wisdom? Do I add anything to that or no? Or it is what it is. Do I add anything? No, to that? your DC it has already been added is. up. Right. Sure. He is not affected by your confusion. Fuck. What did you roll for your save? Bosch is real confused. Okay. <laughs> so now a confused Bosch, and actually, are you right next to him? Because I think you said Correct. you were right next to him. So you also make the save. Is it plus wisdom? It's a wisdom save. So look at 15. your wisdom saving through bonus. Right there. You rolled an 18. Bitches, bitches, I ain't confused. Cool. Well, exactly he looks at you, and then he, you see him sort of like, sort of almost like put his like two fingers in front of his mouth, he like whispers something, and then all of a sudden everyone in a 20-foot radius sphere is deafened. Basha is real confused, and now he's deaf. Now I'm and he's I going, am deaf, he's, I can't save again. You cannot it. cast... Any spells while you were within this area that require a verbal component. Basha tries to throw a punch. Oh, boy. And only gets an 11. No, that does not beat this dude's AC. Good. He's going to pin you to the ground. Yeah, he gets a 24 for his strength check. Basha is absolutely freaking out. He's deaf and really confused. He floors you. The um, only one who's deaf and really confused at the same time. And you're going to see him uh, touch you, and I need you to make a um, constitution save. Nat 20. Okay, you are not paralyzed. So I'm Nat still, 20 I'm, gets him paralyzed. No, you are not, right. not paralyzed. Right. So you said you are now paralyzed. So like, I want to know what it would have been. He tried to just paralyze me. I'm not paralyzed. I'm still kind of thrashing around. Okay. <laughs> Murph literally vomits all over himself. <laughs> and no one hears it. In a stress of the situation. And he does not succeed on the constitution saving throw, so he will vomit at some other time soon. <laughs> Frankie barges out of the house. He's wearing the clown pants he was earlier, which are polka dots on the left side and this vertical diamond harlequin pattern on the right. Barefoot, bare-chested, but wearing... A scarf that can only be described as out of the Steven Tyler microphone collection <laughs> and draping back behind him yeah. like some glorious double cape. He's got his lute in his left hand, his rapier drawn and pointed forward in his right hand, 
He is staggering and shouts, Perfidy! That motherfucker sold me oregano again! (laughs) (laughs) And just comes charging out, like waggling and brandishing this sword almost randomly. Eventually you get to a spot in the ground where you can no longer hear anything at all. You cross the threshold of this like silence sphere and are literally deafened. And you see the guard just like start like waving his arms like to just like like almost like a, like a calm the fuck down. <laughs> Does he let Basha up? Yes. Basha's up and runs into the woods. <laughs> now just to end And you just see him kind of like throw his hands in the air and like <laughs> yeah. he just kind of like land at his sides. All right. Just to add another wrinkle into this fold. Uh-huh. Because it's necessary. Chubbs, unsatisfied, will cast. You can't cast anything. You are in an area of silence. Yeah. Right. How long does confusion well, yeah. last for? That doesn't. It has nothing to do if with any spell. Anything. If any spell requires a verbal component, you, you cannot ha- hear yourself. Well, let me see speak. if it's a verbal component. How do I know it's verbal? It'll Look say, at the materials. VSM. V. It's verbal. Fuck. All of them are verbal. You have to say something for every fucking spell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not the one that I want. <laughs> right. Okay. Who's it? I moving? I'm not in this, right? Everyone's in it now. <clears throat> okay. It only lasts for a minute. Confusion. Right. So right. after Basha is no longer confused, when he gathers himself and tries to kind of comprehend what the hell just happened, mm-hmm. he's going to run back to the group. Right. Okay. You're you're on your way back while this guy is still like waving his arms in the air to tell everybody to calm down. Like he's you can't well, hear he anything. Can't I was gonna say. No. So we just see him flailing his arms. Yeah. Like just like back down. Do you guys just like stop? I mean, Sendin has been doing shit this whole time. Right. No. I'm just, I've just been kind of watching this madness. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, yeah. What would you like to do right now? Well, first of all, I've seen this play out before, so have I'm, you? <laughs> well, I'm headed towards Frankie because Frank, I've seen yeah. what happens when someone sells him bad drugs. We've been living together for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> right. And a guy oh, like more Frankie, than that, months. But living together alone. Oh, right, right, right. So right. I've been. So it's been I've a month. Seen what it's like long, yeah. when he gets sold bad drugs. So I'm trying to like console him. I'm inadvertently trying to calm the situation yeah. because I'm going over and trying to stop Frankie. It, right. And Frankie Whoa. is Whoa. even more inconsolable than normal because, and, and he has dropped to his knees. Tears are streaming down his face because now he cannot hear his own voice. Right, <laughs> it is a crime against which nature. is which is why I wanted to make sure I spelled out that eventually Frankie can't hear himself talk anymore. Right. So when Stenton gets <laughs> over to Frankie, is uh-huh. Frankie a little guy? No, he's like a human. Okay, right, half elf. Yeah, he, um, no, uh, full human. Okay. skinny though, maybe a buck thirty-five, buck forty tops. Yeah, a shell of his former glory. I mean, he he's built like a rock star. Yeah. Right. It's a cocaine guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy immediately, he ends the silence as you guys are kind of just like standing off. Right, says, Chubbs has been like, stop dropping and rolling because he didn't know what, to, like, <coughs> what was going on for like the last, like however long we've been in silence. He just says, wait, I just need him to sign an NDA. Oh. I want everyone to actually give me intelligence checks to see, see if, if they we know. know what NDA History means. checks. History checks. Non-disc- <laughs> well, fuck. 22. History checks, you said? Yes. 12. 
And I'd also, no. I'd also like to Nat roll. One. No. That's a hard seven. Fifteen. No. Hard seven. Okay. I also rolled a fourteen. So <laughs> Hold on. What did you get? A twenty-two. Oh. Murph, you know what a non-disclosure agreement is. <laughs> Gross. That's it? That's all you do? You I, just... I, I just wipe my chin a little bit. <laughs> Go on. I, I don't understand what the hostility is about. He saw some things. We just need him to sign a form. Like, and we urge everyone, please, to just stay out of the southwest corner of the basement. We are hard at work. It is very dangerous. Like, just don't go there. Chubbs is going to look at him and say, you haven't seen danger. I don't care about your NWAs or your WMDs. Uh And he's going to ramble like that for like a while. My my interest is the fact that maybe I could help with the situation. Uh I'm a very intelligent human. uh, Not a human being at all. I'm a very intelligent halfling, you know. I mean, that's really good for you. Do you have any open contracts with the project? Have you worked with us in the past? Have you filled out a vendor disclosure form? Have you filled out... Uh, hold on, let's see. He pulls another, like, notepad. Uh, let's see, you need... Uh, are you an independent contractor, or are you with uh, a business? And he's, like, flipping through all these different notes now. The bureaucrats no. are ruining this world. You're, like, none of but those I things? But I could. Uh, no. We're not interested. Ouch. Is there is a VX sad? Junkies is, type is subreddit Murph? for contract and legal jargon? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to think of all the weird technical documents <laughs> and just place names together, like all the things that I know. I like the, the vendor Murph? one. Yeah. Is Murph visibly sad? Is Murph visibly sad? He's not sad. He's disappointed? Yeah. Might be the better word for it. Is he an emotional guy on the outside? He wants... Wears his heart on his sleeve? A little. He's very much about appeasing people, making sure that they're happy. Right. I mean, it's, he's a typical halfling. He just wants to make sure that every everything is sunshine and rainbows, and this is not. And that makes him disappointed. Okay. Well, so, as he the, 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 the guard here notices Basha running back towards the situation, he's like, can you, can you stop this, like, this, this, this crazy man? I'm going to jump over the, the small fence and come cruising up to him and immediately just stop dead right in front of him, bow, and say, a thousand apologies. I forgot that the Omega Project was listed on the contract. We've been working here. Who, who are contract? you tracked? Stenton. You didn't sign a contract? You're supposed to be no in charge of these things. Do you have our pay? We're from the project. The only pay that I wasn't we've gotten was to supply all the things for this house. We've given you food. We've given you furniture. What more do you want? Interns. Money. Do you have our pay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not responsible for paying you. Let's go. I have a job to do. Which, by the way, I need to apologize now. Uh, we actually may be running a little longer than expected tonight, but we we'll promise we'll be done by 11 p.m. <laughs> Not to be confused with 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so Basha, yeah, Basha just keeps repeating that he wasn't expecting a doorway. Ba- Basha, he kind of just like shushes you, and he says, say no more. Actually, you know what? I need all of you to come with me now, and uh, you need to sign some paperwork. 
and he kind of ushers you all inside to the main area. He takes <clears> you to the war room. Oh, we're going to the war room? Cool. Yes. Okay. He lays out five contracts. They're each. Or one for each of us. <laughs> so there's five pieces of paper laid out five, on a table yes. to be signed? Five stacks of paper on each, uh, for each of you. Five stacks. Five stacks of papers for each of you. However, you see that only uh, in all these stacks of paper, there's maybe four or five uh, like tabbed areas where you actually need to sign. You just need to get to those. And he says you have to keep all of the pages in order or else he has to pr- produce a whole new set. I fucking hate you. And you just like have to... You know what I mean? You have to start over again. All right. Chubbs pricks his <laughs> finger with the tip of his knife and signs everything in blood. <sighs> okay. So, so you I, I'm glad Chubbs got to it first because nope. Frankie's first instinct is to barge to the front, handcock the front of each of those packets right down the line and just book it out of the room. As Basha but. sees him trying to go for this move, knowing, because <laughs> he saw him do it the first time. Right. So I'm just going to try acrobatics as a uh, something like that as a 19 just to like put my hand on him. Yes, you do. Quickly and just All say, right. "You should read what you're signing." That's work for my agent. Are you aware where the contract is? And I'm going to roll um, 14, I think, for what was it? Yeah, persuasion. Just a 14 to see yeah. if you're like... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. You should know that I am not. <laughs> Basha will walk up and flip to his pages and sign them, but again, even... He's going to read bits and pieces of them, but his intelligence is only a three. <laughs> <laughs> All you know is that you are signing a dotted line that is below a whole list of words that you are not allowed to mention in public, and none of those words you even recognize. Including the words that are in the contract. (laughs) (laughs) No. The words that, essentially, like, you're having trouble understanding. You just see a long list of words after, like, maybe a a, a paragraph explaining something about these words. Right, or like a paragraph of exposition about what that word means and all the subcategories of that word. Correct. And then we're in... And right. listing them as all as the intellectual property of the Omega Project, and should any of this uh, information leak, that you know, like there would be consequences. Okay. Well, he signs it. Okay. It's for the best that Frankie doesn't read any of these things and just John Hancock's any space he's available to, because if he read that and understood the terms, the next thing he would do would be to go to his bunk area with his loot and try to write a song with as many of those words in it as possible. (laughs) It is for the best that he does not read anything in front of him. Okay. So first question for you. Mm -hmm. At an 11 dexterity, do I stop or catch something from happening? What do you know? Okay. I vomit on the first sheet of <laughs> my pile. And so you have to spend the rest of the night waiting while this dude meticulously reproduces these documents with the assistance of a magical quill. Because there's the no laser printer. Two hours. These guys go back off, do their own thing, go to bed, and you are now stuck for the rest of the night, getting no long rest before our next day, working through redoing these papers. As he reworks the papers, oh god! I'm assuming I can read them as he's yes. No, each as yes. each page is finished, I Correct. can read them. So I'm using my time wisely, right? <clears throat> and reading each page as it is duplicated, and I have a 14. Uh huh. 
on your on understanding what I'm reading. Oh, like an intelligence check. Because sure. he gets to take okay. his time with it. Um, right. Again, it's it's showing a list of like proprietary words. Mainly the words about their technology. A couple of the other signatures you are signing for is that you will not disclose any of the details of any objects or machinery that you have seen. Uh, nor are you allowed to give those machines any names yourself. <laughs> what? Uh, and if you should breach any of the terms of this contract, the Omega Project has full legal authority to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. Which law? It Their just law. says the <laughs> law. And actually, Bird law. Murphy's law. And, Bird law. And the, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I had to do it. And the L in law is capitalized. It's like the law above the law. Mm-hmm. I am the law. Um, that's actually where I want to close the episode. Oh, Lord. All right. As night falls and you are stuck all night signing these papers, so you're not going to get any long rest between these sessions, but the rest of these fellas will. Yes. And we're going to start the next day. You're going to get a short rest only. <laughs> I'm a wizard. So, all good. thanks everybody for joining us for another excursion to the hapless interns. Uh, next time we will uh, see how this concludes, if it concludes. If not, uh, we'll have to, to be continuing this at a whatever date. So, I really appreciate you all listening. You can find us on the internet. We are uh, at Hapless Heroes on most things or Hapless Heroes Podcast on others. Really, just search Hapless Heroes. You'll find our Twitter, you'll find our Facebook, you'll find our things. But all of those will lead you to our wonderful Discord server, which is where we spend most of our time interacting with people and stuff. I tweet sometimes, but I'm just terrible at Twitter. So I I need to be better at it. Yeah. Do you, though? I really do. Mm, No. And you check it like the Sunday before. Hey, let's not not hate. (laughs) We found fans on Twitter. We have found fans. So I'm very respectful for that. So, any hoozle. Uh, if you really, really like us, we'd appreciate it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Every review helps us get more visibility, you know, grow in the ranks, do all, this, all those uh, wonderful things that shows like to do, like get more listeners. It's great. Uh, so if you really, really, really like us, though, we have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash heroes where we have lots of, you know, interesting uh, rewards that I'm constantly updating as like I find more things to do. Uh, probably gonna be releasing a blooper reel soon. I know I've teased it a few times. But have we mentioned we... the nudes lately? Yeah. No, I don't think so. We haven't plugged the nudes in a bit. Yeah. Also, <laughs> tasteful nudes. Tasteful right. nudes. Uh, it's not actually listed anywhere, but like you'll know when you reach that level. <laughs> right. We'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's and an if you method. feel as though you've made a Patreon pledge that's worthy of tasteful nudes let Fran know and he can be the judge it's an off menu yeah. option like right. animal right. style right, right. <laughs> and even though Zach couldn't be here tonight he did make sure to leave us a one uh, you know a few words before we part uh, if you really love us like really love us like Sally Fields and the whole deal you need to break into the CERN Large Hadron Collider facility and create a mini black hole and somehow Stick your head through and yell at the vibrating light butterflies on the other side, telling them to listen to the Hapless Heroes podcast. And there goes the universe. Then we'll be <laughs> famous across the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Never been done before. Or we would still have for a us. hand at absolutely destroying all of existence. One of the two. Exactly. <laughs> Let's take our chances. So. <laughs> Thank you all once again for listening. My outro cast. We have tonight James as Stunting Crossbreeze. We sleep in the basement. <laughs> Mike as Murph Eastlaw. That is correct, and I love to read. 
Dave as Frankie Wilde. Just say no to spice. It's an oregano no. Oh my god! <laughs> Golden. <laughs> Golden. That was awesome. That was incredible. Massimo as Glenn Chubbs Gold Dust. I am bleeding for my sins. <laughs> Jesus. So serious. Right. <laughs> and John playing Basha Ironback. Stanton, how many times should I apologize? <sighs> and I'm Francesco, <laughs> and I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week when we uh, finish seeing what the hell's going on. And I finished reading the contract. Yeah, great. <laughs> bye now. Bye. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye.